if you're talking and like somebody tries to overtalk you, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I've start like I've overtalked people before. Good. Whatever time of day it is for you. Uh, this is the Consequence of Communication podcast. This is episode one, Ground Rules. My name is Tyler. I'm your host today. Thank you so much for joining us. We are going to go through the ground rules of communicating in a relationship, uh, which include guidelines uh, to follow when having a conversation, why respecting the rules is important, and the basic flow of conversation. Because we need to have all of this stuff before we continue on into everything else. So this is more, this is the ground rules, the foundation. I don't even know if this is the foundation of it yet. But yeah, this is pretty close to the ground rules or to the, to, to the foundation of it. I do have a question. Uh, communication is something that comes naturally to all of us because we've been doing it for all of our lives, if you believe it or not. And we do it every day. Uh, we communicate with ourselves. Well, especially those that overthink that have an internal monologue, uh, communicate with ourselves all the time. Uh, those that are our friends, the people that we interact with, that we all communicate on some level hopefully every day. I really hope you guys are communicating every day. The question I pose to you is that you should think about throughout this podcast is, have you ever considered investigating the best way to communicate to ins- to ensure your life is as smooth as it can be? Let me say that again. Have you ever considered investigating or looking into the best way to communicate to ensure your life is as smooth as it can be? There are lots of different things, different ways that people can communicate. And through through that, the best ways that I've found is having some uh, ground rules or guidelines to, to kind of follow and to respect, to make sure that nothing gets said that shouldn't be said. Because I'm pretty sure that we, everyone listening to this podcast, y'all have said something that you immediately were like, let me catch those words. And you can't because as soon as they leave your mouth, one, they're traveling the speed of sound. You can't move this fast, faster than the speed of sound. But two, they're also intangible. You can't grab them. You can't physically hold on to your words, which is why these ground rules are so important and these guidelines. Whoever we communicate with, everyone involved needs to maintain some sort of form of decorum or some sort of etiquette. Uh, without decorum... Uh, or rules of engagement, or ground rules. There's a free-for-all in, in talking over people. I, I personally hate that. That's one of my biggest pet peeves, is if you're talking and like somebody tries to over-talk you, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I've start like I've over-talked people before because I'm really excited and like, oh, I can correlate to what you have to say, and here's a story, like a little story to tell you that I know exactly what you're talking about. I've since cut back drastically on that because it just gets gets irritating at some point. Some people started doing it to me um, about the time I decided to stop. I don't know if they were doing it on purpose or not. I was like, I actually don't like that. So we need to have that form of etiquette. But if you're in an argument and you start over-talking somebody and you don't have this etiquette or guideline, then you're just, just oh yeah, you're going to, I'm talking this, this is my problems. Oh yeah, your problems are this. And then you're going to escalate even further and higher and louder in volume. Yay! until nobody can hear each other and you guys aren't getting your point across because nobody's listening. They're just wanting to get and vent their frustrations out. And you're not listening to their frustrations, which makes them build up their own frustrations even more and so on and so forth. So that's why having these guidelines or or ways to communicate is going to be very important for us. If that's not you and you're not really a combative person or or like to 
raise your voice with the other person and you just kind of retreat into like your shell, that's not a very comfortable spot for you either because then you're not heard. Nobody listens to you. They're not taking what you have to say seriously and you're just going to be trampled over. And that's not anything to, that's not a good thing, good place to be either. So um, here's just a couple of ground rules. Um, And of course, these have conversations with them, with whoever, I mean, the conversation with your own rules and guidelines is dependent on what the relationship is. If it's a romantic relationship, everything needs to be talked about really as like a precursor to, to anything else or, you know, like once it's getting serious, but if it's like a coworker or a work environment, you don't need to tell everybody like, Hey, my guidelines are, you don't say A, B, C, or D. Okay. What? Well, what? Well, nobody was going to ever say A, B, C, or D, but you're, like you're just going to be ostracized or like set apart from in a bad way to like to be looked down on if you do that. But if you go into a work environment and they and you're just working and somebody says, "Hey," then you're like, "Hey, can you just not say that? I'm not I don't really appreciate it when people say that." Whatever A is. Let me give you an example of these on this from my promises to y'all about communication. Uh I did mention one last week or on the last episode, episode 0. Uh, who am I and my consequences of communication? So I will not swear on this podcast. I'm going to keep it fr- family friendly. Uh, that's kind of my goal is because I know that it's going to, if I do swear, that's going to ostracize some. If I don't swear, that's going to ostracize less, I think. I don't know. I haven't done the market research. I'm just going to be me and figure out where, where this lands. Uh, two, I will do my best to read the comments, answer answer questions as they come on. Uh, whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. So whether that's like YouTube comments or reviews on Apple Music or uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, uh, I'm going to do my best to read those uh, and respond to them in a timely manner. Uh, I will strive to provide the best content I can for you, my audience, to give you the tools to increase your communication skills and understanding. So you can go back to our first, go back to our question. Have you ever considered investigating the best ways to communicate to ensure your life is as smooth as you can be? I'm going to try and give you the tools and some of the skills that you I've used to help smooth over communication so that whoever I'm talking to, they understand what I'm saying and I'm understanding what they're saying. And then we can come to the middle and, and meet on an agreement. So some, some rules you may have. Uh, typically with your romantic partner need to be discussed and agreed on by both parties. That's another thing. You can't just like go up to your romantic partner after you get serious and be like, or once you have a serious romantic relationship of like, Hey, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, not going to fly. Elemental P, Q, R, S, that's good. And we definitely keep that going, whatever those are for you. And if they're like, uh, no, then you have a discussion. Like why, what, why did you say no? Well, first of all, A doesn't make sense because of this. Not just that it doesn't make sense, but like I need more clarification on A. That's a better way to say that it doesn't make sense, guys. Specifically guys, because guys are like, hey, it doesn't make any sense. Just know I'm trying to help you guys out. So you need to have, you need to agree on it. Typically what I found is when you communicate on it, if you talk about how you're going to communicate, like, I'm not going to raise my voice at you. As an example, what you start raising your voice. Okay, well, you're raising your voice, and per our rules, we're going to give it a 15-minute cooldown period. Let's reconvene in 15 minutes. And you have to follow it. You have to follow it. Because if you don't, you're just going to escalate 
the anger, the frustration, the resent that turns to resentment towards each other, it's going to go out of proportion. And that's just kind of the way it is. Uh, the way that that goes, if you don't follow it, if you over talk the other person, you are not listening to their concerns. So if someone comes to you and is like, Hey, I have a concern about this. Why didn't you take the trash out? And then or whatever that conversation is like, you're, you're not listening to their concerns. They're legitimately trying to come to you and be like, Hey, this is a problem. I see this as a problem in our relationship. And then you just ignore them. This is a big one. Number two is do not listen to respond. Listen to understand. If you're, if you are telling your significant other something you find important to you, uh, do you want them to come back disregarding your point and blaming you for it? No, that's ridiculous and toxic. So if you're, if you want your partner to be respectful of what you're saying and understanding of what you're saying and trying to investigate that and trying to see that, then you need to do the same thing. You need to, you need to start communicating and acting the way that you want to have you want to be communicated to because of it because if you don't then that's just hypocritical leads bad a down path down bad a down path down a bad path there we go that took a long time for me to say uh, if you don't understand something your partner is trying to say ask questions there, there's um a right and wrong way to ask questions there's a if they're like, hey, why don't you take out the trash? Or, hey, can you take out the trash? Because, you know, that even just the, that is why can't you take out the trash is coming from like a negative mindset of it's like your responsibility is to, or your responsibility is to take out the trash. And you failed in that responsibility as opposed to kind of giving the benefit of the doubt side. I mean, like, hey, can you take out the trash? Simple reminder, way more pleasant. But even the can you take out the trash is... Can you take out the trash? I mean, I can't really do that because I can't do it insincerely. Y'all are smart enough. Y'all are intelligent enough to understand what I'm saying. Like, can you take uh, can you take out the trash, please? It sounds way different than, why can't you ever take out the trash on trash day? Every morning. Every morning you need to take out the trash. Like, or, you know, whatever that is. Continuing that example. Can you please take out the trash? Hey, I'm in the middle of doing something right now, but I'll get to it right now. I'll get to it later. Like, you understood, you acknowledged what the ask was, was taking out the trash. And then you said that you were going to get to it after you were done with whatever it is that you're doing. Changing light bulb. Can you please take out the trash? No. Why can't you take out the trash? I'm busy doing something. What are you busy doing? I'm standing on a ladder changing out a light bulb. Okay, so that's kind of how you navigate that if you're getting the, the shorter answers that not the full situation. Just instead of, can you please take out the trash? No. You never take out the trash. And then, of course, it just escalates from there. Nobody likes that. Here's another big one. Rule number three. Or a suggestion for rule number three. Do not belittle each other. It's not just with your words. It's not just how you say it. It's not just with your body language. It's just not with eye rolling. It's all of the above. Do not belittle each other. Very important. Because you start belittling each other, you lose respect for it. That's, if you belittle me, that just shows me that you lost respect for me. Therefore, I no longer care about you. Number four, or rule suggestion number four. If either person gets mad, understand their process for being mad. 
So when you're cool, calm, and collected, you know, not not irritated, not mad, not have any hidden agendas, just you know, kind of like the defining the relationship talk, the DTR talk, or you know, the getting out of the situationship talk, whatever that may be. Situationships are stupid, in my opinion. They don't make any sense to me. It's just a way to be like, hey, we're you're, you're a great fallback plan. Why would you want to have some be have someone be a fallback plan? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, what do you want? And also, like, yeah, what do you want in a situationship? Well, it doesn't matter because you're in a situationship. It could go whatever, and you'll be fine with it. So then you don't know what you want. It doesn't make any sense. So whenever you're defining the relationship talk of like, hey, we've been dating for a few times. I really want you, like, I'm going to exclusively start dating you, and I want you to exclusively start dating me. And then you both agree, we're going to exclusively date each other. And then, so whenever we're in an argument in the future, because arguments are going to happen, I don't care who you are. Arguments, if you've been in a relationship for longer than three weeks, arguments are going to happen. It's just how it is. Because your viewpoints are different from my viewpoints, and your viewpoints are different than your partner's viewpoints. It's just going to happen. To try and comment that and smooth that over is whenever we get into an argument or whenever you get mad, what is your process for cooling down? What's your process for working through the issue? Which is, I think is a great question to ask. For me, specifically, I'm, I'm pretty adept at self-analysis, I believe. When it comes to my, my emo- specifically my emotional state of mind. And I'll, I'll state it. Um, I can't think clearly right now. There's too much going on. I am irritated or pissed off or mad or whatever, and I need some time. Give me like 30 minutes to cool down. We'll go our separate ways. I don't want to talk to you. Don't want to te- like. I don't want to see you. Don't want to talk to you. I'm going to be in here for 30 minutes. Stay away. And then I'll go do something to distract myself for about 10 to 15 minutes. And then, you know, so I can calm down, bring that like hot-headed temper or hot-headed, not, not temper because I'm not really like that. I mean, <laughs> I, get, I do get mad, but I recognize that I don't lash out. But then that comes down. So, so my, I cool off so I can then start processing what's happening. And then check back in 30 minutes. Whoever it is that I said, give me 30 minutes, comes in or I go talk to them. They're like, all right, thank you for giving me this, the, the time that I needed. So to make sure I'm understanding you clearly, you said A, B, C, D. And I responded with this. Is, uh, so A, B, C, D, is this correct? Yes. So questions on A. What is, what is this? What do you mean by this? Oh, I mean this. Okay. What about this? You know, so, and then we're working through line by line. Will it be uncomfortable? Yes. But it's a lot better than just flying off the handle and getting mad and throwing stuff or breaking things or, oh, God forbid, uh, starting domestic violence stuff. Like, do not do that. Like, I'm, that, that is why this cool off period is really important and understanding how to handle arguments when the other person gets angry. Now, if you're in the conversation, and you yourself are like, I'm cool collected, this isn't irritating me, or this isn't frustrating at all to me, then why is it to them? Well, if you love them, (laughs) then you will give them the time they need to cool off. But make sure you check in with them at regular time intervals as previously discussed. 
because you just you do want to make sure that you are working towards a resolution or a compromise in the future. That's all I'm really trying to say is if you get you guys need to know how each other gets mad or like how you guys have arguments and need to know understand how you yourself have arguments and how your spouse has arguments and then realize when it's getting to a point where you can't progress further in your communication to advance your relationship. And then make sure that you have a cool off period, whatever that may be, whatever you guys discuss. That's like you, I'm just saying you need to have something in place to help prevent some things from happening. Guideline number five, state you have appreciation for the other person. In my previous example, came back after I got cooled off. Thank you for giving me some time to, to cool off. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. I didn't say I appreciate you before, but I need to start doing that. Number six, this is difficult for a lot of people. And I'm going to preface this with, I don't want to be lied to. Because if I'm lied to, then then that means you've just discredited yourself for me. You've lost, you've broken my trust in you because you've lied. So be honest with each other, regardless of how much it hurts. I would rather, I would rather you uh, emotionally take my leg or take my eye. I mean, you get, I hope you guys, like I'm correlating it to something physical to represent something emotional. But just like with my, my first and second uh, divorces that I mentioned before, I mean, I just said that I got divorced twice, but you know, there's emotional attachment to that. One of them seemed like they took my leg just above the knee. The other one like took my arms. (laughs) Like it was, it was horrible. And I laugh now because I'm, I've dealt with that pain. I've, I've handled that. That no longer has any influence over who I am or my decision-making for, for that. I've dealt with it. I've learned from it. And now I'm moving on from it. But part of me moving on was I have no contact with either of my exes. That's how it's going to be for the rest of my life. I don't care if we ever have contact. Like I do not want contact with any of them at all because the trust from the significant other is so much more valuable than that relationship or that failed relationship that we don't talk to anymore. Anyway, I I digress. I went down a little rabbit trail on that. Uh, So number two, why respecting the rules are important. I kind of gave a little bit of information in part one for that. Um, Once you and the other party involved agree to the rules, stick to the rules and guidelines, whatever they may be. This is a major trust exercise, to put it in different terms. Uh, if you can stick to the guidelines or rules, you are proven to be trustworthy with the other person or in the other person's eyes as they are also proving their trustworthiness to you by sticking to the rules. Uh, sticking to the rules in a, in a heated argument, you and your partner agree to demonstrate your willingness to sacrifice the short-term selfishness or your short-term selfishness, and put your relationship first. I'm going to say that one again. Sticking to the rules in a heated argument, you and your partner agree to demonstrate your willingness to sacrifice the short-term selfishness and put your relationship first. Another approach to these rules in general, especially work environment, you don't need to tell everyone your set of guidelines to be comfortable uh, there. If a situation occurs that makes you uncomfortable in the moment, address it as soon as possible. Make sure you are respectful in your view as well. 
kind of what I was saying earlier. Hey, you said A, B, and C. I don't particularly care to that for that to be in the work environment that I'm a part of. Can you please respect respect that and not say A, B, C? There's multiple ways to handle everything. It's just, are you handling it good or are you handling it bad? I think you guys are understanding what I'm saying there. So number three, basic flow of conversation. I've kind of demonstrated this a little bit um, previously. The basic structure of a conversation is person A says something to person B. Person B hears through their filters or their life experiences what person A said. Person B says what they heard from person A. Person A thinks what person B said through their filters to make sure that they're saying what they said. Person A confirms what they said. Person B formulates a response and then repeats steps and switch A and B and vice versa. And that that particular format helps get rid of, or it helps bypass, not get rid of, but helps bypass the life experience filter or uh, well, actually, that's what it really is, life experience filter. Here, we'll just give an example. Let's use Kimberly and Josh uh, as the people in this example. Kimberly comes to Josh with an issue. Kimberly asks Josh if this is a good time to discuss an issue she has. Josh says yes. It is a good time for her to discuss an issue. Kimberly tells Josh the toilet paper keeps getting put on the toilet paper roll over when she decides the roll to be under. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. This is probably like a prime example, prime fight or disagreement, or a funny little battle within a relationship. <laughs> like, I, I think this is hilarious to use this example, but it's true. So Kimberly tells Josh the toilet paper keeps getting put on over the toilet paper roll when uh, under is her desired way for the toilet paper roll to be. Josh says to himself, remember, says to himself, why, that's stupid, we don't have a cat to unroll the toilet paper roll. Why would I put it on to over or put it on under? Josh understands he should not say that to his wife. Instead, he says, "Let me make sure I understand you. You do not like the toilet paper roll to be put on the toilet paper holder over. Is this correct?" Kimberly confirms that is the issue and that he is correct. Josh responds with. Why do you want the toilet paper roll under? Is that just your preference? Kimberly again confirms, yes, that is my preference. Josh states, because I love you, I will work on putting the toilet paper roll under instead of over from now on. Again, because Josh loves Kimberly, Josh is going to put the toilet, going to work on putting the toilet paper roll under instead of over from now on. That is a small example of how a conversation should be when somebody has an issue within a relationship. This is scratching the surface of what communication really needs to be between parties in a relationship, regardless of the relationship, whether it's romantic, friendship, uh, parents, uh, coworkers, etc. Revisiting the question at the beginning of the episode, has this information provided you with a roadmap to communication to help you out? Have you gotten value out of this today? Let me know in the comments or in a review. Now, here's something I didn't give you last episode that I'm going to give you this episode. It's called homework. Everybody loves homework. No, we don't. So homework, I want you to think about the guidelines that you have or that you want to have with your parents, with your kids, your friends, your best friends, your significant other, your coworkers, and write some of them down. And especially with your significant other, 
I think it would be important for you to write them down, think about it, pray about it. Definitely make sure you talk to them about it. Because if you write them down and you don't talk to them about it, expecting them to follow it, that's going to be an issue. And I don't want that for you. I really don't. So if you have gotten value out of today, out of this episode, please like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, share with friends, family, coworkers, whoever comes to mind while you were listening today. The next episode is going to come out on November 7th because um, we release on the first and third Tuesdays of the month by 5 p.m. Uh, join us on November 7th for Consequences of Communication, Episode 2, Self-Talk. And thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of Consequences of Communication podcast. Uh, I'll talk to you next podcast. Take care of yourself. Have a good one.